Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Tracking downloads of your podcast can be really enlightening. It can also be really depressing. So let's put it in a box and deal with downloads for what they really are, okay? Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Downloads are a metric lots of podcasters put a lot of emphasis on. In fact, it's the metric that we put emphasis on. But when you really get down to it, we want to understand what downloads mean. This week on Podcast Pontifications, I'm tackling stats. The statistics that we use, or that we should be using, as podcasters to find out, are we doing our job? Are we making this better? Are these stats that we're utilizing pointing us in the right direction? And how do we make sense of those so that we can use these stats with better intelligence to make our podcasts better? And today we're going to focus just on downloads. A download is that number you've seen inside of your podcast hosting company that tells you, or they're telling you, what it actually looks like, how the, how the activity happened. Now, there are some synonymous terms. So download really means, was the file accessed? Which is the same thing as a stream. You're not going to find a different number for streams or plays, downloads. Because at the end of the day, your podcast media hosting company is tracking the number of times that your file is requested by some service on the other side. Okay, that's a download. Now, your hosting company is really smart because all podcast hosting companies right now are undergoing a, a service. Well, there's an organization called the IAB, the Internet Advertising Bureau. And the IAB has some guidelines so that we're counting consistently. Because bots come along and download a whole bunch of times and we don't want to count those things. An organization might come through and download a whole bunch of files with lots of people. we got to figure out a way to count all of those. So raw downloads aren't good. The download number you see from your podcast media hosting company has likely been cleaned. And the idea is to get rid of all the bad actors to get a real representation of how many times, how many unique times, the file was actually downloaded. Okay, that's what download means. But I don't like it. I'll be really honest with you. I don't like downloads. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love having downloads, but it really just doesn't paint a perfect picture for us. Because again, it's when software comes along and downloads our media file, accesses our media file. Downloads do not 
mean listeners. It doesn't. If your show gets 145 downloads, if your episode last month got 145 downloads, that doesn't mean 145 people listened to it. That doesn't even mean 145 people downloaded that episode. It doesn't. It can mean something quite different to that. But it's an imperfect metric. It's an imperfect metric, and we kind of have to embrace it. Now, the reason I meant I titled this thing getting over the depression of downloads or something along those lines is because if you look at your download numbers over time and they don't grow, that can be quite depressing. But at the same time, on the, on the other side of that, why should your download numbers increase? I mean, it's not the natural state of things is not for them to increase. The world doesn't work in an up and to the right way. You got to do things to influence the up and to the right. And, and that just means if you're drawing a chart with your finger, you want to go to the right usually indicates time and up indicates increase in volume. And sure, we would all like to have more people downloading our show. And yes, over a large span of time, shows do typically see more downloads the longer they get. We've all been told podcasting is a long play. That if you're at it long enough, your episode downloads will increase. Mine have increased. It's been a year since I've been doing podcast pontifications, and my downloads have clearly increased. But what have I really done to influence that download? And more importantly than that, is that really the right metric? Now, for me and for podcast pontifications, you know, it's okay the way I'm doing this show now if people don't actually listen to it. I know, that sounds like total heresy. What do you mean you don't have to listen to it, Evo? Well, right now, you may not know this, but I'm actually recording this show, this episode, with the video camera pointed at me. And there are people right now watching me record this episode live. Many of those people who are watching me record this episode live will not go back and listen to the episode, meaning my podcast hosting company will not track that as a download. But they got the content, right? For the last month or so, I have been taking my audio and rewriting that transcript that I get, an automated transcript, rewriting every single word and building this 1,500-word long post that covers the same things I'm saying but writes them in a for-reading model to people. And if you read that blog post, you don't need to listen to the episode. There are people who read the blog post, I know this for a fact, that do not push play and listen. And you know what? That's okay. Because those people have got, have received the content that I wanted them to have. Just in written form, not in audio form, but, but that's okay. You may be in a situation with your show to where your episodes are acting as your public relations, acting as your indicator of how important and influential and smart you actually are. Listening to the episodes helps reinforce that, but once that's been reinforced, if people just start hiring you or start turning to you for other sorts of advice, 
That's also successful. That really doesn't necessarily mean they had to listen, which means download your podcast. The only people who really should care about downloads specifically are people who are selling ads based on downloads. If the download number is directly tied to your revenue stream, then you care about downloads. When you hear websites talk about how many page views they get, that's because they're paid per page view. They run ads on those pages, and getting up their page view count means more people see their ads. But on the other flip side of that is take, take a company that buys billboards. They buy a giant billboard. What can that company do to influence the amount of traffic driving by that billboard? Nothing. Now, of course, podcasters can do something to influence the number of people downloading their show. Sure, that's that's going out and promoting yourself, and, but that's not what we're talking about. This is a topic about downloads and being obsessed with them to the point where they drive you crazy and make you depressed. Don't focus on downloads as your only success metric. That's not making you as a human any better or your show any better. It's not. So stop thinking about it. And stop thinking about download growth unless, unless you're paid by downloads. There are other metrics, and we're going to talk about them for the rest of the week. The next three episodes, we'll talk about other metrics, which I think are more important to your show's health and perhaps your mental health than just obsessing over download. So we'll do that tomorrow and the next few days. But for now... My takeaway is stop obsessing, obsessing over downloads and understand what they are. It's just software accessing your content. It's not human. Not necessarily. If you need some help figuring out this for your business and you can't wait for tomorrow, get in touch with me. That's okay. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of all the services that I offer. Tomorrow, metrics that actually matter. Right here on Podcast Pontifications. See you then. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com.
That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.